I have my reports here. The people need to hear the goddamn Scottcast news. Welcome to the Super Colorful Original Telecommunicated Transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast. I'm starting this here live Scottcast, a little blurry right now, because I'm about to introduce the newest member of the Scottcast Legion. That's right, the newest member of the Scottcast cast itself, my mustache. Take a look <laughs> at this, everybody. <laughs> That was oh, on purpose. Oh, wow. Thank you. It's it's meant for your enjoyment. Bendy, Snicky D, Ian Dixon, all of us gather here today in Scott Cast headquarters for a fantastic podcast. I'm so excited to have everybody here with my mustache. <laughs> Fuck yes. Wait, so Scott Cast headquarters is the internet? <laughs> yeah. There's a duck on the screen. Why not? It's where else would it be? I make so much sense to me. (laughs) Well, you know, but until we get the underground layer built Mm -hmm. completely, Scott Cast City will always be foremost in our hearts. Secondly, online at thescottcast.com. And thirdly, on all your podcatchers, subscribe on Apple iTunes, (laughs) Spotify. Or, you know, um, Google Podcasts. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm having a great yeah. time. <laughs> Me too. I mean, you can still see your face, man. You got to move that right over, right in the middle there. Oh, right. <laughs> there. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm trying to be seen and be heard at the same time. I can only do one or the other. Well, we're going to put you to the test because the first topic I've got written here on my sheet since the mustache conversation died like a lead weight. <laughs> Wait, what? We could have continued it. Bendy Arms is going to the Olympics. How about that, everybody? Are you competing for America? It's to Scott Cast. <laughs> <laughs> who, who are you competing for, uh, Bendy? Are you competing for yourself or America? I don't know. I didn't even know I had the choice, honestly. Can I, like announce myself like as i'm competing in the olympics for me like an not america like an independent country i yeah i mean you can make your own independent country if you just find some unclaimed land right antarctica is full of it it's like just a big old ice sheet of unclaimed land go get yourself a square foot games i was initially thinking that i was initially thinking that i was probably going to be competing for america just because that made you know, that seemed like a logical conclusion to come to. But now that you mentioned that, now I'm, all you see is an eyeball. But now that you mentioned that, <laughs> I mean, That's I might just compete eyes. for myself. I might just be like, yeah, I'm competing as Ben Arms. Like, <laughs> try and stop me, huh? Yeah. You're not going to stop oh, Bendy Arms when he's his own nation. You're not going to be able to do that. Bendy Army is coming for you. The so military is fully one archer. <laughs> I am I am the judge, jury, and executioner of my own self. <laughs> I'll decide when I die. Okay, dang. I didn't realize uh, like nationalistic power extended that much. <laughs> In my country it does. <laughs> In your square mile of Antarctica where the arrows fly true. 
I would totally, I would love to do something like that. Get myself some land somewhere and just be my own country. That'd be sweet. So, like, what what inspired you to decide you're going to, like, you know, publish at least two hours worth of uh, <laughs> <laughs> arrow practice footage? Okay, so there's a lot, like, specifically for, like, the YouTube stuff I've been doing. Yeah. Or just, like, yeah. the archery thing in general. Well, yeah. Well, okay, so wait. What came first? <laughs> like, well, the archery I need to do thing, something on YouTube or archery? I, I started shooting arrows again first, yeah. I was just like, you know, I just moved into my parents' basement, and they kind of, like, live out in the country or whatever. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, I should start shooting arrows, because I used to do archery when I was younger. And I always really enjoyed that. I, I did want to be like Legolas. I really watched Lord of the Rings a lot. So I was kind of really into archery when I was a kid. And when I moved out here, I just thought, oh, damn, this would be a perfect place to just it was a very low stakes area to like get back into archery. So I literally just like bought some practice stuff on Amazon because you can just buy weapons on Amazon, I guess, now. <laughs> and, uh, and I was just like, all right, here I go. I'm just going to start practicing. I got my first bow. I had no idea what I was doing. I had no of the protection stuff. I didn't know any of that stuff. And the bow was way too short for me. And then I just started researching. I started watching a lot of YouTube videos. And I got myself the bow that I got now that I use in all my videos. And it did. I did feel like I wanted to just post archery stuff because... I was doing it every day anyway. So I just thought, why don't I just like document this process? And then I just started getting sucked into it more and more and more. And I just got really deep into archery. And then I was like, damn, if I just keep doing this every day, I could like compete in the Olympics one day. <laughs> so I'm going to make that my goal as far as like where this whole thing is going. Cause right now it's just kind of like a fun hobby, but maybe I could. How old do you think uh archers are in, in the olympics are they like are they like legolas like three hundred and sixty-five thousand years old or <laughs> well let me look like real a... quick <laughs> all right i'm gonna google this real fast because yeah I google do your know favorite archer there's this one guy that i know won the last uh men's archery gold medal in 2016 let me look him up real fast see how old he is let's 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 just say yeah you've got that guy's talent the gold medal. Yeah. Why stop at gold? Why not go for platinum? Be original. Just surpass the limit. <laughs> of, uh, just go further than anyone. Just go like where they have the, the the podium, and then just like have your own little stage that you make and slap it on there, and it's like taller than the highest one. You're like, yeah, that's right. Okay, so this guy that won the 2016 men's archery Olympics. His name is Kuban Chan. He's from Korea. He's 27 years old. He's my age now, so that means when he was competing in the Olympics, he was 23. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't think that does much for your odds. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Already won <laughs> I should have been, I should have been there past. this year, basically. <laughs> well, like, look, look this up in his Wikipedia. How many... Uh, Arrow videos does he have on YouTube of himself? I know practicing. he's got none. Yeah, I already yeah. win the YouTube Olympics. You're gonna host yeah. the first YouTube Olympics. Right. You're gonna invite people who are hobbyists and then they're gonna compete against Listen, YouTube archery is huge. There's so many YouTube archers. I could probably pull together all of us. We'll all come together and we'll do a virtual uh 
shootout virtual yeah, arrow competition videos like trick shots and different people who shoot in different styles yeah. i watched my handful they're fun to watch like i don't even shoot and i just i've, I've binge watched a bunch of times although if i did it i'd have to shoot this side and this side to keep the muscle balance of course for my viewers you know I would that makes sense shoot bilaterally or shoot both at one time like just mount dude that's a good idea (laughs) no honestly can i just say something real quick david because i um was watching your video last night the one that you posted on your channel about like keeping good posture yeah like stretching and stuff yeah the stretching and everything i seriously like i was shooting today and just remembering that i was like rolling my shoulders back every time i got into it and i was like really trying to like keep my keep it against my chest and like pull like i was drawing really straight because my shoulders weren't like all cockeyed like they usually are because my posture is so fucked up your traps your traps tend to take over on a lot of those movements they start to just kind of ride up and it throws you off you usually have a dominant one too it's usually on your, your right your pulling side yeah yeah exactly i've got a story i want to bring you guys Ooh, yay got it's about a turtle no, I don't have a story sound effect, but I do have a picture. Man, there's a wholesome one that used to play on Sundays with Sabelle. That looks pretty big. <laughs> what kind of story is this? That was a All right. It's very ominous. <laughs> what, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What part about me showing a picture of a turtle and then this sound effect sounds ominous? <laughs> Everything. <All of> <laughs> Let me tell you, it's not. The, that sound effect was just because you guys were like, give me a sound effect, for God's sake, for crying yeah, out loud. Yeah, One episode, you people are like telling me that the sound effects are freaking dominating. You can't even freaking talk with the sound effects. The next episode, you're like, where's the sound effect? Where's the sound effect? There was supposed to be a sound effect. Scott, I'm in the middle of a damn sentence. <laughs> where's my solo layout where's my solo layout I was in the middle of a damn sentence I have my reports here the people need to hear the goddamn Scott Cast news this is the mustache talking by the way guys the people need to hear the goddamn Scott Cast news you got uh, like science teacher vibes (laughs) with all the shouting and the mustache (laughs) the shouting (laughs) what kind of science teacher did you have (laughs) <laughs> he did a lot of shouting. I'll tell you that. why. Where was I? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We were talking. We were talking that about the, the turtle. So anyway, <laughs> there's this turtle, and it was missing for seventy four days. It ran away. It's hundred and fifty pounds. Ran away, and they can catch it. <laughs> For 74 days, this creature was on the lamb, and it made it a a hellish eighth of a mile away from his home. (laughs) Somehow, they couldn't find a 150-pound turtle within an eighth mile of their home for 74 days. These are people from Ashland City, Tennessee, if you want to shame them or go and flood their... um, email inbox with I don't know <laughs> petitions for turtle claiming people I don't know what happens turtle endangerment I'm gonna send them a bunch of angry pictures of me with a mustache just but that sound effect playing so wait wait just like of my like mustache just like <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
Scarier <laughs> than dogs, dude. Feel good about this, Cass. Feel good. You're scarier than a 25-pound shark jumping out of the water and eating some dude. Right? There's no more news about the turtle, by the way. So it is not turtle cast, Scott Science. I apologize. I've been too belligerent with my turtle news. I'm really scared of this mustache, Scott, now. <laughs> Pretty powerful. What's, what's scary about this? You know? What's scary about this? It's not scary when you just look at it, but when you're, like, yelling and throwing paper and talking about turtles <laughs> and you're a science teacher, like, it's scary, man. I don't, out. I don't see why it should be considered that scary. I mean, I, it's just a little passion. I just try, I'm just trying to get the energy up on the cast. You oh, know, people, okay, okay, okay. People have been reviewing ScottCast. They're like, you know, I use ScottCast to sleep. I use ScottCast to, you know, have a people nice have dull told yeah, you know, they're like, I use ScottCast when I don't want to be able to distinguish who's speaking because everyone's doing the same droll monotone, you know? So I'm trying to get a little bit more excitement in in, in my performance, you know? You guys come up to me if you want. Stay down over here. Either way, dynamics are being added, baby. Hmm. I'm Scott, like Scott Science says. Somebody sleep. Such a good dynamic range, Scott. <laughs> It's all about the range. You got so much range with that stash. Yeah. Look at this. Scott Science has been watching uh, my teeth in 40K 65-inch screen, and he's experiencing trauma. <laughs> oh. Wow. Well, Downscale I know now to not to abuse the zoom button. <laughs> I'll, e- I'll even just, just, just go all out to my sad little studio setup view. Oh, why'd you do that? You know, just I don't want to traumatize people, you know, just like this is what it really is. It's not that scary. It's not that scary, guys. Why did you have to pull back the curtain like that, Scott? (laughs) I I was just going to ask you, like, wow, it looks like you're in a really nice looking studio. Right? No, it's not. It's not nice. I'm like the Scott cast orange. Oh, yeah. Isn't that nice? It's good sound, too. You don't hear any reverb. I guarantee it. So wait a minute. We've, we kind of skipped over this, glossed over this at the beginning of the cast. Bendy, you didn't realize that you're in a, that, that you're like part of the cast like almost completely now because we have nine, 12, like 13 sound effects of just you talking. That's a lucky number. (laughs) So that's why you guys haven't asked me to be on in like 20 episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love how it clips too. He just gets so passionate. <laughs> just can't handle it. This is hilarious. Yeah. Wow. Oh, oh no, I didn't even know. You kind of. We're really like betting on you, like making it big. Like, what's this? Is my prediction of the future. David is going to have his fitness channel and he's going to like post this video that, you know, ends up getting him canceled because he recommends like some protein powder <laughs> and then, you know, how it goes. David Wars. Protein powder, what? Some, some sort of news item in the news, right? Where people are angry at you. And since we're all kind of close to you, there's going to be increased attention on us and people are going to notice Bendy. They're going to be like, this guy, he's like Robert Pattinson and Nick Cage. And there's going to be like a highlight montage. There's going to be like a training montage and shit. 
Could be good. I didn't, I don't know what you guys are saying because I took my headphones off right when you were talking about me. But <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm so glad you fucking decided to chip in. <laughs> you were playing Blake. Like, I was like, it's a perfect opportunity. And then there, all right, guys, this is what we're talking about now. I heard. Some, <laughs> I heard <some> <laughs> Why are you talking about me? You're talking about Bendy. <laughs> oh, damn it, oh, jumped in. <laughs> oh my god. So, so what you're saying, Scott, basically <laughs> So what you're saying basically is that David's gonna get us all cancelled somehow in the future. <laughs> well well we might survive. The initial wave of like you know like vile vitriol that's oh being cast God. to him side. I'm just saying this because I see David as the guy who's like working <laughs> ridiculously hard at doing this, and like just through sheer grit and determination, someone's gonna catch his eye. But you know, with the volume of stuff he's saying, once once in, somewhere he's gonna flip mm. up. There's gonna be a court case named after him. All sorts of stuff. Vander Hayden versus <laughs> the country of Antarctica. Yeah. <laughs> this is what Scott Science thinks is going to happen. Superfood shakes with blueberries is great for Scott Cast Marathon. I, it sounds like he's having a shake right now as he's watching with blueberries. It's a good move. It's a good move. Yeah, you should I like definitely. It color blue in it, in case you haven't noticed. Oh, you like oh. the blueberry? Blue. I can change the red. <laughs> Damn, David! Oh, jeez! Wow! wow. <laughs> oh my God! Now he's mauling out Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Wait! Oh, I got two victories. This is that's gonna be uh, David's branding after he gets canceled. He's gonna be like on some like crappy <laughs> video site, like making his fitness videos for like two hits a month. <laughs> with, with the new red branding I'll do a little dance for you <laughs> he becomes lift wars <laughs> give me money throw it at the shit yeah. I don't know make it rain I hope nobody's epileptic Scott I was hoping maybe if I was in the corner there it wouldn't be an issue how did I switch it back boom you're turning him into a villain this is how Scott is gonna like set you up to get canceled. Yeah. It's not gonna be something you did. It's gonna be something he did. <laughs> I'm just paint. I'm just painting him in a, in a. I don't know. Do you trust this guy? Do you? <laughs> yeah, that's all you gotta do. Just clip that section out where you go. Do you trust this guy? And he's looking like that. I don't know. That's I don't know about all you that gotta guy. do. We just have like a full like ten minute segment. We're just questioning him, <laughs> like not even openly. We're just like like uh, like. What do you think about? Do you, you know, I I don't know. I think it's like so weird. <laughs> I think I think I saw this guy following somebody. You know, like they were just trying to get groceries, and like he kept. Wait, going can you down do it to me? Miles. Can you do it to me? You know, like this guy like just hangs out in his bedroom. <laughs> and he keeps looking at videos of one life to lift and he keeps having ideas <laughs> and those ideas oh wait I'm he's watching me <laughs> <Yeah>. ah! 
He thought he wants to touch him. He wants to get close enough to lick him. Podcast man, replace me with the robot. Nice. I don't know. I like. I like. I like creepy Ben. I like creepy Ben. People creepy say ben, that's what I play D. best. You know, but that's what you want to be able to play good because that makes for interesting television. Like right there, those past three minutes was the best part of Scott Cast Live. Hey, notice the. Uh, you see this? Yeah. Yeah. It's what's that? John, the John Ham poster from Mad Men. Nice, nice. Is yeah. it like printed on like letter paper? Like yeah, from I think so. Just my buddy, <laughs> my buddy got me this print for my birthday a couple of years ago. I don't really know what it's printed on, but it's like it should be framed. It's on like nice paper. It's like cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks great in like the three pixels we got of it. Like that could be John Hamm, or it could be uh, F. Corey Scott Feldman. Fitzgerald. <laughs> or Corey Feldman. <laughs> Look at Ian's background. Look at all that collectibles. Every all single right. one of those is a gem of a film. There's a racer head in the corner. Come oh, on. I see that. Yeah. Let, let, okay, John Hamm, three pixels. First eraser head, about seven pixels. What do you think? No, that's totally fair. I would give it to Ian, honestly. Yeah. I would, I I would give all Ian. Cool stuff, man. I mean, come on. You can't count me out like that. I got all the cool shit on my walls. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that, dude. I got shit all over him, man. <laughs> oh, out, obviously. Yeah. Look at this. I have a flag here. Hello. Look at Scott over here with his mustache playing voyeur and mm. peeking into our lives. Yeah, he's creeper. Oh, I mean, honestly, yeah, no. <laughs> come on, come on. I literally like... I give you nothing, sir. I don't... This. I, I do this. I video call in this exact same position with all this shit in the background. I work every day and everybody just thinks <laughs> I'm working in a closet. <laughs> You're like Harry Potter of like the editing world. Alrighty. We gotta talk a few more topics for this cast. We've got space news. We've got Elon Musk news. And we also have a game we're playing, courtesy of Sneaky D David Vander Hayden. Is everybody excited? Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited too. Check this out. Check this out. Oh, that's a good one. Go on. Anticipation's building. <laughs> <laughs> Are we doing this? Space news. Fuck yes. Sneaky D, take space it away. What? Oh, oh shit. Oh shit. Everyone's got oh, a yeah! fidget spinner. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Oh my god. First of all, I just wanted to say before, like just a moment of silence before we start uh, the space news for your guys' ignorance concerning space. Okay, from the last episode. It's just okay. Very sad. Because I was a little embarrassed that Scott didn't know about Blue Origin. I mean, technically, Blue Origin was founded before SpaceX, and you were you were shitting on. Technically, no one gives a shit about Blue Origin. 
Yeah, Richard Richard Branson also is in the game. You, you seem to forgot him. Sabella is a fan of Richard Branson, so you gotta make sure. Yeah, but like Richard Branson like goes to space like like just for like a little little kiss like up above the stratosphere, right? He just flies his little plane up like, oh, we're in space now. Oh, but we're going back down. Oh, we're going, oh, we're going back down. Isn't that how? It, isn't that how he is? <laughs> so in space news, apparently they decided that instead of uh, trying to engineer the latest you know, engine that's going to, you know, made of methane or some exotic, you know, uh, you know, rocket fuel kind of material. They're like, hey, let's go back to using air balloons. So they're going to try to launch an air balloon using steam. <laughs> let's go back to steampunk culture. <laughs> like, remember when they invented the steamboat? Let's try to use that to get us out in space. So apparently uh, there, was an, there was an article I read in Futurism where they were talking about um, steam-powered hot air balloons <laughs> launching people on space. Seems like uh, there's no way you could get enough thrust to, to get into space with that. You could get, well, see, here's the thing is you can get up, but you need the horizontal velocity. Otherwise, it's right. never been a problem. You can always go up and up and up and up. But well, the problem with the helium, helium balloon is that eventually there's, there's no lift. There's like... Like when a, when a plane takes off, it's the air that's pushing you up. And then when the air gets thinner, it gets thinner and thinner and thinner. There's nothing to give you lift anymore. And then people try to use the balloons to get up there. But then it's like you get up there, but you don't have the horizontal velocity. So I was really confused on why they're trying to go. We have all this cra- crazy technology. And like, hey, let's go back to using steam to, instead of rocket fuel. <laughs> it's like, Yeah, I don't get that. I don't know why that. Is this because that of the whole strange. David Blaine stunt that he was going to do? Yeah, Did, is I was going to do that tonight? David Blaine stunt. <laughs> exactly. This supposed to be a David Blaine stunt tonight? Dude, remember, I told you, Scott, tomorrow is that giant event for David Blaine, and I was like, we could, we could, we could, we could work off of that. We could, we could say that we're going to talk about that, and then people would watch this stream thinking we're going to talk about that. David Blaine is going to take these giant uh, balloons. He's going to hold on to them with one arm, and it's going to take him up to the high, higher than Mount Everest, and he's just going to, and then he's going to like. He's going to go there without a parachute. And, like, He's going to pass out and fall to the earth. What's that? Oh, maybe we shouldn't be talking about David Blaine all of a sudden. <laughs> I feel like this is going to go with some bad search traffic. Yeah, well, he hyperventilates. He uses like that kind of Wim Hof method kind of breathing to like make sure that he keeps his SAO2 really high. So there's like multiple factors that could cause him to die. Like he could pass out. Also... He could just wear a parachute. But he's got to be like, no, I'm gonna like go grab randomly, place the parachute up in the balloons. I'm gonna go climb up, and then like as I'm falling, I'm gonna put the parachute on for no reason. Yeah, so it's crazy, man. <laughs> but like, it's also really cold up there too. So he's got to fight hypothermia. He's got to fight uh, hypoxia because he's not gonna have enough oxygen because he's going up really high. And then also he had to do like he had to do all these like uh, he had to get certified as like a hot air balloonist. And like you know, get certified with all these. Had to do like five hundred sky skydives and stuff like that to get certified. It's crazy, man. This seems like such a bad idea. That's tomorrow, live on YouTube. All right, so I just want to say I'm so freaked out by heights. I can't imagine why anybody would ever have an idea to do something like that, and to do it just like on balloons. Is this? Is this? The thing, David, is that like the air, the, the balloons are steam powered, or like how are they elevating oh, him that unrelated. high? I was gonna segue into that, but you did it for me, so it's because I know, dude. I know, man. See, Bendy gets it. He's just a natural, man. Wait, where is he? 
See, I can't even fucking point right. <laughs> but no, they're just helium balloons, so they're just gonna—they're lighter than the air, so they're just gonna keep going up and up and up, and hopefully, they, they just keep going. They'll, they'll just keep going up until you know, until you pass out. So he wants to get above twenty-five thousand feet. I hate that. And he's just like you, you, you can't actually hold on with just one arm. Like the the world record for like I, I think is like a, a few like maybe two or three minutes for just holding on with just one arm. So he's obviously not going to do that, but he wants the imagery of, of a little boy that you know is getting pulled up by the balloons off and floats away into the sky. At what point did did my magic did my magic? What what point did magic get to be like like I'm going to just do some stupid shit like freeze myself in a block of ice, or uh, I'm going to go up to the stratosphere and just drop because fuck it. Like like at what point did it like go from card tricks and bunnies to that? Well, it's really, really weird because he does all that stuff and people think it's fake, but it's real. So that's the thing is like he started doing all the magic trick and then he became a stunt. So man. like, well, but no, that's not what magic is, though. That's just evil Knievel bullshit. Like, that's not magic. You're not a magician anymore. You're just a guy doing dumb shit. You're jackass. You're doing jackass, but like <laughs> no, we're not jackass. more extreme. All that stuff. He, he does a lot of training and stuff like that. Pushes the body to limits. I like that. I think it's, I think yeah, it's cool. I, I definitely... I, de- I I definitely agree with that perspective too. Like I think it's like an amazing feat of like how he's able to push his physiology basically to those limits and he's figured out ways to like use his breathing and like meditation to keep himself in those situations. Like I think I think he's like a really awesome example of like somebody who really like is creative with how he uses his body and I feel like that's part of like the magic of it is like it's spectacular how he's figured out how to like hack his own system in order to like pull off these feats. But like David Copperfield, right? Does that like, isn't there other <laughs> crap in there? Like, doesn't like a slew of people doing it. It's like, it just became a fad amongst magicians to be like, I don't, I don't need to do the crazy illusions anymore. I'm just going to do things people think are impossible. But you know, if you read enough blogs, you get to learn some things and, Maybe you train with a guy for ten grand, and you sign a deal with Sprite for a hundred grand, and he's ninety in the ninety in uh, reserves. You know what I'm saying? Just nobody <laughs> willing to do this shit, and they all have the resources for the do all the training. There's several magicians doing it. This shit. I'm not talking about it. It's just it's just that instead of magic, instead of like doing like I'm gonna walk on a wall, and like how does he walk on a wall? That's crazy. No, wait, you know what? That's fake. I'm talking about real stunts, like the stuff that it's a different play. thing. Yeah. I know that's why I'm saying it's bad that he's a magician because he's an entertainer <laughs> in general and like people blend the two so they they don't believe the crazy shit that he's doing. And then when he does the magic stuff, it's like it, it blends together. So people just they think so David Blaine is actively destroying the stuntman community and stuntmen everywhere are like Red Bull's taking away my sponsorship. Whatever happened to Chris Angel? <laughs> Right? <laughs> what happened to that guy? <laughs> I, he I want cool, him to man. have his he's job like, back. Yeah, he's like walking through the air. You remember when he did that? He was like walking on air. It was fucked up, dude. That's what I want to see. I want to see something that like I know is impossible. I know there's a trick, but what can? it's a puzzle. Like Not like, yeah, I just did Wim Hof breathing, and now I'm going to sit on ice for a half hour. Yeah, you but David Blaine, like, David Blaine is like or something like that, like or if he just take oh, an ice yeah, pick yeah. through his arm, I mean that's not like incredible to you. I he's mean, literally like destroying his body for he's like here. I think this is entertaining. Let me destroy uh, the nerves in my arm and, and let me create scar tissue in my hand by sticking an ice pick through there. You know, the only person who's done that recently that I respect 
is Shia LaBeouf. He recently did a full-ass chest tattoo. And if I could have done a chest tattoo, that tattoo, this is what I would have gotten. I would have just gotten the Master Charles here. What? I would have just gotten that. Master Charles? would have just gotten that there on my chest, you know. But Shia LaBeouf, for a movie, got his entire, like, torso, like, real-ass ink. It's, like, coming out soon. For one it's, movie? For one movie. Like, uh, it's, his name is, like, a Clover Boy or something like that. And uh, he's an enforcer for a drug dog dog or something. Hmm. Are all his movies going to have boy at the end of it? The only thing more extreme than getting a full-ass chest tattoo for a movie and, 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 I guess, doing the hot air balloon bullshit up to the stratosphere. That's, pre- that's pretty, t- 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 <laughs> uh, pretty timid compared to a chest tattoo, I guess. <laughs> what well for a movie right like you're like your money's on your looks like when that guy lands he's got the same opportunity to make the same amount of money just by going a little higher with his fucking balloon dude david right? blaine literally so like shia labeouf right? can't like re-tattoo his chest david blaine should turn into mike tyson for a stunt did you just say yeah, david got- blaine should turn into mike tyson he's gotten really jacked yeah, and really skinny, stunt, like, yeah. that would be more magical than holding on to a balloon Imagine that. Right? Imagine if Mike Tyson comes out for this fight, like his return fight or whatever, and he literally just like pulls his skin off in the ring, and he's David Blaine underneath. <laughs> right after he wrecks some dude's shit. You guys can yeah. wear my skin. <laughs> no, no. I talk about that all the time. Strainer. Yeah, the skin changing thing. It's what's up with the, there's a theme here. I don't know. I'm like obsessed with skin. Scott wants to. You, you can collaborate with Scott because he wants to take his face off and look at it. You want to take your face off? off? Yeah, it'll be a yeah. face off. Yeah, yeah, kind of like the Nick Cage thing, but like just literal. And like, I just want to take my face off, <laughs> give it to someone I love, right? You know, they can keep That's it. Well. And then I can walk around with a series of 3D printed faces and I can, you know, be go wherever I want, you know, as long as I have the right ID associated with the face. What would someone else do with your face? Cherish keep it on ice. Just keep it. Just keep it for you when you want it back. Put it in a cry, uh, cryogenic chamber in Birmingham. Oh, oh, you know that's that's the thing though. You know, we could all just instead of you know mutilating ourselves just for the fun of it, we could sign up for a cryogenic chamber that's in Birmingham. Do you know what cryogenic chambers do, Ben Arms? Cryogenic. They were used by the ancient. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cryogenic. Oh, wait—is right. that one of those like uh those like freeze things for your body or whatever? Or like yeah, like you that... like Futurama. You're on, yeah, a little Futurama. Oh, you're on like Death Store. Cryogenic. Um, like no. you're on Death Store and they freeze you, and then like when they figure out the cure for what ails you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, they did, you know, they they get a hair dryer out. Oh, uh, I actually, I would be into that because I would, I can imagine a future where I would need to get like a lot of me replaced. So it'd be cool if they could just do that really quick in the future after they freeze me. Yeah, you're like just hoping that that guy who's got the gold medal in like archery like donates his limbs to science. Put that on ice. Put them on me when I die. <laughs> Put in a bit. Be like, yeah. hey, call dibs on your arms, your bendy arms. I'm going into cr- cr- cryogenic freezing. Make sure this guy's <laughs> arms are there when I get out. 
Until Wait, the best arms and archery are available to put on me, I'm staying in chiropractic. I'm kind of curious. Till 2500. Was I want to ask you guys a question. Ask it. Just randomly, um, what like, how long do you guys want to live? Or like, how long do you anticipate you living? And or like, how long are you trying to stay alive for? Depends. So you want me to go first? Yeah. Go for okay, it, David. I want to be that guy. I, I think need to finish this before I can answer. I think it depends a little bit on uh, genetic engineering. So, uh, I mean, we're going to talk about Neuralink in a little bit, but I do believe that if you can integrate with either genetic engineering or, uh, you know, integration with uh, nanobots that help uh, get rid of waste products and stuff like that, that you're, you can dramatically increase your uh, lifespan. But we want to talk about quality of life. I wouldn't want to live if I my quality of life tanks. It's like, all right, just let me get taken out. You know, I think anybody could say that, but I don't have any problem with living legolas three hundred sixty five thousand years. I, I I got a lot of stuff that I, I never get bored, so I'd be I'd be cool as long as the planet doesn't ex- freaking explode and get in a ball of fire. Then yeah, I feel like that's something to take into account too. And I'm good for eternity, baby. So, but yeah, if if, if I can't keep stay biologically youthful, then yep. <laughs> Take me out. Me How about out. you, Ian? How long would you live? Uh, How many Legolas's would you live? I mean, I'm not not anticipating that long. I, I think it it kind of does depend on how things go, but I feel like uh, I don't know, like standard human life cycle, sixty, seventy years old. That is enough. <laughs> See, that's a good straight oh. answer. I like that. <laughs> like 60, 70. Go up so to David's 75 like, and up. But David's yeah. like eternity. 365,000 years, I'd take that. The thing is, is like, I know that like if I were to live for eternity and like my consciousness were to be transferred to some sort of like robot device that would podcast forever, like an AI intelligence that understands exactly how I would approach any situation and just applies it to anything that you aim the podcast machine at. And like, that's how I live on for the rest of my life. I don't think I'd like that because I want to be able to experience it. You wouldn't have to worry about breathing anymore. That's for sure. Right. That was a problem just now. Yeah, it's a limitation of your meat bag right now. Yeah, my meat bag couldn't get that sentence out. Too many clarifications in the middle of it. We meet again. Yes. Scott, what about you? How long are you trying to live? You know? <clears throat> Even trying, bro? <laughs> like, <do> you- <laughs> How long are you trying to live for? Like, like- oh, I try. I'm thinking I'm going to be like one of those people who's like 92. You know, I could just feel 92. Like I used to think that like I was going to be a sweet ass rock star and die at 27. And that came and went. You got close, man. So many times. So like I'm thinking like long haul now. Like if I wasn't going to die young and like a blaze of glory, long haul. Yeah, I'm going to be like 127 being like, fuck. Fuck this new youth culture, Gen, like Omega Point Two or whatever it's gonna be called at the time. <laughs> oh, we got a cat. Oh, this is the second cat to ever go on Scottcast. Holy shit! Everybody's so headwig the cat. Meow. Go to hell. Meow. <laughs> cat boy. All right. Well. 
like I think that was a great appearance for for Hedwig, actually. Like he, she didn't was, injure uh, anybody. Those, yeah, very well behaved. So I got a question though. Your cat is named Hedwig, but it's a girl. Isn't Hedwig? Oh, Hedwig is a girl in Harry Potter. Hedwig is a girl. Oh, there's another Hedwig that precedes Hedwig the Owl in Harry Potter that delivers mail and then dies. Oop, oh, the head of the that. What? I can't see the Scott Cast logo. Oh. Oh, now it's his bed. <laughs> and the angry itch. inch. <laughs> That's the one. Whoa. So that is what she's named after, not, oh. not the Harry Potter. Uh, no. Gotcha. So, yeah. You can't just assume things about references, David. Pronunciation. Ian but... always goes for the deep pole. And to be honest, know. that he wasn't even it. a deep pole for him. Well, he didn't say it in a British accent, so I should have known. That was my first hint. <laughs> oh, Hedwig, come over here and sit on my arm with this letter. <laughs> God, I love the English. thing about the, the uh, living forever, though, because first of all, we haven't heard what Bendy thinks, but I also want to say that if you can make it to a certain point, I feel like you could probably get a pretty big boost. Like, if we can live, like, another 20 years, there'll probably be some kind of breakthrough that'll, like, we'll catch in on the back nine, and we'll probably get a boost of our lifespan by, like, maybe 30 or 40 years, and then we'll die, whereas, like, everybody else will catch that nice little part where it's like, ah, oh, you can live forever, but we, we just barely missed the train. But we yeah. live a little bit longer than most people. So would you be okay with that, Benny? Would you be okay being ca- ca- capping out at 120? No, see, honestly, I, I have a very similar uh, perspective to you, David. I kind of am anticipating some kind of like... Uh... Take a look at this. I want to live in Scottcast City during the Age of Wonder. Fucking oh. Scott Science, you're the only person who's fucking nailing this podcast today. Oh. We're fucking it. He's nailing it. For God's sake, you people, we completely forgot that we all are going to live forever in the memory of Scottcast City when we all go underground and stuff. And also, by the way, Uranus rotates in the opposite direction, if you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Are you kidding? Pronounce Uranus. God. What is this music? Is it new? <laughs> you on the drums anymore? Or So we've been hinting a lot at um, living forever and like importing our consciousness into robots and stuff like that. And, you know, most of the time that sounds like science fiction talk. But, Mm -hmm. as we all know, during the live stream that happened yesterday, not tomorrow with the whole uh, floating up on an air balloon shit, but like this this live stream where Elon Musk hung out with a pig, kind of like that first episode of Black Mirror. You guys remember that, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's what he did with that pig? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was an awesome live stream. (laughs) That was my favorite part. (laughs) Right? So, here's the pig, you know. It was a happy pig, so I guess you can, you know, give Elon Musk at least that much credit. But Elon Musk himself has developed a, a USB stick that you can plug right into the skull and get data. It turns Finally. out that, yeah, like he's using this technology to chart like when the pig sniffs. 
That is a great breakdown, Scott. I'm sure everybody <laughs> totally. <laughs> wow, is this where this is this where the funding's going towards to making pigs smell better? Making pigs well, just knowing when they smell. Yeah. Like personally, if I just look at a pig, I know when it's smelling for stuff. It's like when it's doing this. That's when I know it's well, smelling. Sure, yeah, you, but now you can hear it. Yeah, now you get the beep, 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 beep. Trying to set oh, you up. Shit, I'm that. an anamorph now. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah. <laughs> no, but exactly though. Like the pig, like in the live demo, you got to see the pig that had the neural link tests in it. And every time its snout touched something, you would see it like charted on like a graph, right? Like like a sonograph or whatever like that. And it would literally like beep out like in these like weird melodic patterns, like beep, beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, boop, beep, 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 beep. Every time the pig was like touching something and it was like, someone's got to sample that and make that a song because it was so amazing. And then in the middle of it, Elon Musk is just like, song. that's very good. That's very good. Yeah. They need to like remix that shit. <laughs> Neuralink <laughs> pig <a> remix. <laughs> but here's something I want to, I want to say, and like, maybe that's a little controversial for, for Scott cast live, but like, uh, like, uh, <laughs> what if, what if Elon Musk faked that shit? Like, how easy is it to fake, like, a little program that makes beeping noises when a pig sniffs? Like, it's a pig sniffing. It's going to just fucking do it. It's like it's not like a behavior that, like, is an odd thing to predict with a computer. I I smell bullshit. (laughs) I mean, like, externally, you can, like, put nodes on your skull that'll detect, like, brainwaves, and they're not... I mean, they could be more accurate if they're, I guess, in your brain, but... Um, it's not like it wasn't something we could have done anyway with like, you can get a hat with like some sensors on it that could he's, probably he's make your brain decently, but it's a they good, could tell enough yeah. when you're smelling things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the world's most basic scent. It's like the first <laughs> scent. Like when we were amoebas, like the first thing we learned was like, oh, that's ass. No. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see. I want to see some advanced shit that the pig does. I want to see it play a chess match. I want to see it summon a Tesla with its mm-hmm. fucking mind. I want to see a pig yeah. summon a Tesla. Why haven't we seen that, Elon Musk? I want to see yeah. a car. The pig has. A I want to see a pig. I want to see a pig like speak English like Babe and then befriend a spider. And then that spider is Peter Parker. Mm. <laughs> Spider Man would have cast that web. Yeah. How about this? The pig becomes a pilot and it's flying. Boom. Pigs can fly now. It's got that hovercraft, that Japanese car. Yeah. That would be a competitor to Tesla. I don't know. I don't know. I just want to say my final thoughts on the pig thing basically are like, yeah, it seems kind of like weird and innocuous that like he's just showing people a demo of this thing through pig brains, like reading out beeps and boops or whatever. But the thing is, is that the point of this whole presentation was like, it was like a recruiting keynote. Yeah. Like he acknowledged mm-hmm. that like, the, this is what we got so far basically is what he's saying. But like, we need people to come and help us. Like, this is how serious we are about it. This is what we're trying to do with it mm-hmm. and everything. So, I mean, I wasn't like, I didn't really take it so like, oh, wow. like. So this all begs the question. That pretty soon, like, we're all going to have, like, our smartphones and, like, they're going to be getting out of date. And you're going to go to the Verizon store one day and they're going to be like, wait a minute, you're still using one of those dirty things? <laughs> using your hands? They're laughing, What's they're laughing at you. They're like, uh, 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 you know? And, like, they're like, 
They're like doing that at you because that's how we laugh in the future. There. They're smarter yeah, than you. Yeah. Best Buy. They're like, yeah, <laughs> they're working at the Geek Squad. So we're going to be in this situation where like we're going to be old fogies and it's going to be like finally time. We're going to be the laggards in this technology, technology mm-hmm. I bet. And it's going to be like so advanced by then, it's going to plug into our heads. And like every thought is going to be recorded, and we're not going to be able to turn off the privacy settings or anything like that. We're not going to have the like the Google foo like the youngins have and shit. We're not going to have that anymore. So we're going to have to implant these things as old fogies, like when we can't change our brains, and like now it's going to all get printed out. What's the thing that you most fear will get printed out? What like neuroses? Like for me, like people are going to like finally learn that like. I am very insecure about my mustache. And I just what? put it I just put it on display like 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 all the time just 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 because it's like yeah, nothing bad's going to happen, right? Just immersion therapy. That's what I heard was good. Ah. What? Wait, so, you're insecure so like, what, about the mustache? Well, like you know, I'm a little insecure. Like th- th- today you was the worried day. Somebody's gonna hack into your brain, Scott. Is that what you're worried about? Like I'm a little worried about that. Like people are gonna look at it. They're gonna be like, he looks like he looks like his like like his like they they look like his dad is sick. He looks like his dad is sick. You mean like with the mustache? <laughs> yeah, with the yeah. It's because my my facial pattern I feel like is like the with the with the mustache and the in the hair. It's a lot like my father's, and my father is famous for his mustache. He's always had oh, the mustache. Well, you really need to know that context there, Scott. That was that was a random family genealogy poll there. I just imagine everybody knows about my dad. Everybody knows about dad's it's got dad's mustache. <laughs> he raised me. Why don't you people know? Isn't that in the Scottcast Wikipedia somewhere? Aren't you guys browsing? I don't think that's in the lore. You got a Wikipedia page? You need a, you need a Wikipedia page about your dad's mustache. Or you need you need yeah. a Scottpedia. <laughs> yeah, I need I'll make a Scottpedia on the website, you know. Like Scott-pedia. look that up. And, yeah. Yeah. I'd read the shit out of that, you know. Especially because I wrote all that. I would fuck you need like, that. Scott. one yeah. page about the, the cast and then like Four pages about your dad's mustache. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the majority of the fucking site. All the marketing goes towards it. All the, all the funding. <laughs> but I think with uh, with all these references that you have for Scottcast, making a Scottpedia and hiring some intern someday to like reference all your lore, all of your random references, so that you can just mm-hmm. get caught up, might not be a bad idea. Like, why do they keep on talking about? Uh, well, dinosaurs is obvious, but like, I don't know. We got a ran- bunch of random shit that. I know Bendy is like, what's going on? Like half the time when we start doing these callbacks to like 50 episodes. I keep bringing up necrophilia. What? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's the first episode. Yeah. Probably that one. But like, what about episode 17 where we reference something? The shovel, there's your gift. And you're like, you got to know that, you know? I mean, that's maybe- right. Like that's this is what I was thinking about doing. Because like on, exact, on that exact point, I was thinking about like for the YouTube channel, like I was gonna find like these main concepts, like uh, like oh, shovel. Yeah. That's your gift. Like uh, all that footage to find. That. <laughs> well, no, I'm not gonna look through footage. I'm just gonna like uh, I'm gonna find like I'm gonna think of the things that we're always calling back to that seems to be really consistent themes and like 
okay. then like for, like I'm gonna explain Scott Cast City, and that's gonna be a whole video. And it's like hmm. what we mean by Scott Cast City. What we uh, mean by, by you're this. You're gonna like you're gonna like turn the YouTube channel into like a sort of like a docu history like breakdown <laughs> on Scott Cast like like history like what the and fuck? lore. Like what else would it ever be? Are you gonna narrate <laughs> your good own documentary? Your little yeah. Your- voiceover i love it animations playing and shit and you got some music i love it make one man's reclining i looked over and he was gone Vocabularius. All right. The game where we test if we know how to say words we read sometimes. Hey, welcome everybody. I need a microphone here. Welcome everybody. This isn't a microphone, but we're going to pretend like it is. So today we got a special round of Vocabularius. Scott's going to be reading off a paragraph, and then Ian and Bendy just do what Scott did in the previous episodes because it's their first time playing. You guys want to know how it works? Yeah. Hey, let's, hear it. let's see what prize do we have today, Scott? We've got a fabulous set of prizes, including a, a giant feature. pile of cash. <laughs> yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Cash not included. Cash not included. So Scott's going to read a paragraph, and there's certain words that I peppered in there that I know he struggles with. <laughs> so Scott's got a little bit. His is both easier and harder at the same time because it's it's words that he should know, but he doesn't know that he says all the time. So he's going to read a paragraph. Okay. But then for Ian and Bendy, I didn't make you guys paragraphs, so I'm just going to throw out. I have to figure out how many words I'm going to give you. I think Scott has. Uh, one, two, three. He has like, I don't know, seven words or something. So I'll give you guys like five words. And if whoever gets the most wrong or whoever gets the least m- wrong wins. All right. I love it. Okay. It's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like how I get like hundreds of words and y'all get like 10. You have to read a full, uh, a full paragraph here. So you can't let him think about it. He's just got to let it flow. Okay. okay, so I'm going to do it sentence by sentence here on the bottom of the screen. Okay. That feels pretty good. You're stalling. That's a mark. <laughs> You're stalling because of the mustache. You got the stalling stash. That's another mark. The stalling stash. Oh, by the way. No. Yeah. yeah. You guys like Joseph Stalin? <laughs> He's totally stalling right now. Yes. The, the man in the iron stash. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Baby. Yeah. There's going to be hella bitches Stop. out here. It's the Scott cast. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Okay. Scott cast city, which I imagine is how you want it pronounced by the spelling. Well, come yeah. on. Like, like, come on. You know. Today, Skakas today is a city like no other. Despite its clandestine origins, it is a place for raw, real, and esoteric ideas. 
our de- that's no grammar of fucking speaking for grammar here. Our democratized for the masses. Okay. Did I say the words? I think I slurred it a little bit. I'll just give you your score at the end. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know how you, how'd you guys think about that? How, how he said the c word there. Scott said the c word. I can't say yeah, it. Yeah, clandestine. Yeah. I think I would have went a little less hard on the I sound there. Well, it, it sounded a little slurred to me. And uh, Google, I think, will disagree with you, Scott. Here, let me bring up a little Google because it's not clandestine. Can I say it? it I think I know how to say clandestine. it. Clandestine. Clandestine. That's what I thought. I would have given him clandestine, okay. though, but, honestly. But just read the rest of it, right? okay? Yeah. So that's, I think that's clandestine my... is like how people say it when they're cool or something like that, you know? Yeah, well, from when you're from Russia. Cassidy. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Okay, just read so, the whole thing. I'll just mark when you get one's wrong. I was already okay. gonna mark you out for that one. So so here we are. <laughs> you're already doing terrible. You're the first sentence. Okay, so like right though. Despite this sentence not meaning anything, I managed to say most of it right. Hey, okay, so here's another sentence. Give me a break. <laughs> I did this literally before the show. While the outside world is scorched to a macabre scene of epic proportions inside, Scott Castigators will live in a cool, comfortable underground. Amenities provided by the Pod King himself. Again, no speaking for, uh, um, how do Read you say? <laughs> grammar. No speaking, no speaking for grammar. I think I, I think I got zero wrong on that one. All right. In such a utopia, the only small discomforts one can experience is the agonizing wait between Scott saying lines from vocabularies. I should get extra points Whoa. for that. You're going off a script. That's you're almost going off yeah. out for that. If you, that's, that's I like that, though. I like the improv element. Right? It like includes like the actual plot line happening for two people in the earth of seven billion. Yeah, that entire sentence was a setup for the next sentence. So now that you've changed it, it makes no sense. So oh, okay, look. whatever. God Everyone knows what it is if you watch Scott Cast live on YouTube, which you should, because it's the only time to watch it live. When it's posted back on YouTube, it's an edited version. That's right. The only way to get the actual live experience is to watch it live on Sundays sometimes. Be sure to tune in to Scott Cast to find out when. Here's the next sentence. In those brief intermissions, Scott Castigators are chirogenically frozen and thawed concurrently with each dropped pod. Yeah, I nailed the shit out of that. I'll give you a half one because I know you did that on my purpose. That's what I can't pronounce this chirogenic correctly. Okay, so we got one last sentence. He said chirogenically. He did. Can't say that, Scott. That's that's, (laughs) incorrect. (laughs) And with boring tunnels connecting everywhere, it is a great place to work because the commute is a breeze. Oh, nailed it. I did? I I just did that one quickly. You actually said you did not say... So do you know? So do you know what he was trying to go for there? Because here's a helpful pronunciation guide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so Bendy, do you know? Do you know the history of the word commute? Because no, this is how a normal wow. person says it. Okay, a commute is a regular journey of some distance to and from one's place of work, but a a, a commute is what Scott says, and that's basically struggling to pronounce basic words. 
in an that's an amazing shirt <laughs> it is you can get it at the scott I'm cast mute. store scott cast bitches. i need that fucking shirt right go to the scott cast store you go to the scottcast.com you sign up you become you become a member of Scott Cast City. You become one of these people that may, in fact, live forever, not in the grasp of Elon Musk's oh, Neuralink, yeah. but the loving grasp of the theology of Scott Cast and its denizens. All hail Scott Cast. Or be the Scott. Or be Scott Cast. Bow your heads to Scott Cast. All right. All hail Scott Cast. <laughs> okay, good. So now we're on to to Ian Ian and Bendy's uh, trials. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm just let me go. I want to go first. You want to go first? This we'll is it's ben. tough. It's tough, Bendy. Yeah, Bendy for last. Okay, fuck you, Bendy. Great at Bendy. Fuck you, Bendy. You don't get to go first. And you don't get to choose my fucking show. <laughs> hey, all right, fine. Hey, you messed I, with I, the point, gotta... man. You're talking about my fucking points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I plug my band real quick? Plug your band, uh, Octopus Cage Fight, man. Fuck yeah. yeah Let me Octopus put the Cage fucking Fight. URL in. Yeah, octopuscagefight.com. If you want to check it out, I have a band. We have a short film out called Octopus Cage Fight, octopuscagefight.com. Okay, so first off, Ian and I both watched this twice. Once in the company of each other and once just through links and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Sabella and I it? actually watched it too. It was fan fucking fantastic, man. It was awesome. It was the best representation of like a local music scene that I've you know that I have experienced and stuff like that in in like film. I would actually say, like everything else is always wow. like these smoky. Like everything is like a, a rip off of Walk the Line for some reason. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything's like an epic <laughs> biopic of like Freddie Mercury and everything. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so Octopus Cage Fight was like a really, really good film. And like, I mean, I wish I could say something smarter just to get people to watch it. But like the only thing I can really say is like go to octopuscagefight.com. That takes you to the YouTube video directly. There's no fucking... Sabelle Kodish herself, uh, by, the, by the way, she's a Kresge fellow. She loved the film and she made her mom watch, also an artist. Aww. So, so these oh, people feel all so loved it. Oh, trust me, Octopus Cage Fight is the real deal. It is an amazing short film. It's got Jack Oates in it. If you're into Detroit music and happen to be watching this and stuff like that, yeah. And so, Sonny Dolphy, he's also a, like a really he's he's a real artist from Ipsy area. He's really really <laughs> he's good. real. He's also real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to have a lot more like Detroit centric artists in the film. Like we had a lot bigger of idea to do something like that, but we just didn't want to make it like too complicated, you know, cause it, it's such a stripped down film as it is. We didn't want to like add too much, too many layers to it, but I felt pretty good about the cameos that we got in there. Honestly, I would actually say that plot wise, if I could, if I could offer my uh, detailed thoughts that aren't just like lavishing your balls with praise to get people to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> please, but please like, tell me. But like the story itself felt almost unended. Like there was like a bit of a pull and attention of like uh the the artists like wanted to like like come to like a a point with their with their work and like to see like their stuff in front of huge crowds and stuff and then like they got to know a fan and they got to hang out with a fan and stuff and like there was that real thing. But like 
I feel like that story's going on. Like, there's more to that story. Like, there's gotta be. That's all like, oh, there you go. He's got the hands. Man's got oh, the hands. Oh, man. Oh, man. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything. No, I can't say anything. I can't you say can anything. say it. You can say, say it. Anything. No, I dude, I can't. I can't. I'll spoil too much, dude. Listen, all I'll say, all I'll say is that, damn, Brad's going to be so pissed if I mention this. I'm not going to say anything too specific, but there's something, something's happening soon. You know what it is? You hired me to come and play ukulele. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking rock that no! shit. I'm gonna be an octopus cage fight too. No! This is what you need. What you need? I, forgot, I lost my mouse. <laughs> okay, there it is. All right. Thank you for that. Thank you. Octopuscagefight.com. Octopuscagefight.com. Watch that film you. if you haven't watched Thank it. Thank you for checking it out. Watch it again if you haven't watched it well. And then there's just like under credits, there'll just be Scott's mustache. It is completely promoted and fully endorsed by the newest member of Scottcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're back to vocabularius. Whoa, the game show that fucking rocks because it makes people talk bad. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Hey, welcome to Vocabularius, the game that is hilariously vocabularious. <laughs> hey, this is brought to you by One Life to Lift. One Life to slash shop. Hey, that's a great picture. <laughs> Drugged out David. Ooh, One Life hey-o. to Lift, man, it's the best place to get fitness advice. Get your drugs. Get your supplements, quotation marks. There we go, Scott. <laughs> supplements from onelifetolift.com slash supplements. I want to say One Life to Lift might be the best YouTube I've subscribed to recently. The best tube. Thank you, man. Right? Like, I subscribed, I've subscribed to PewDiePie and to One Life to Lift in the same week. Subscribed. <laughs> Can that count against Scott's point total? Possibly. Technically, we haven't switched over yet, so you're still on the clock. I mean. Damn it! Subscribe. <laughs> Subscribe, you bitches. Subscribe to Scott Casts. Oh, that's the wrong face. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so uh, subscribe to One Life to Live. Yeah, that's all you're saying. Right? Subscribe to One Life. To, yeah, subscribe to One Life to Lift. Did you check that out? Oh, At One Life to Lift hey. on Twitter. Got One I Life to Lift on Instagram. One Life to Lift.com. That's the numbers, folks. Not the words. One yeah, Life one to Lift. Number two Lift. Yeah. Okay. Here's the first one. I, I know Ian's actually good at pronouncing words, so I actually have to give him hard ones. That's the only way to make it fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not going to give him like commute and shit. And besides, there's a cheap <laughs> literally right here. If I could have a shirt for every option. All right. Here's the first one. Can you see the chat? Um, I can, Ian? Uh, private chat? Private chat. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to put it up on the screen for oh, people okay. so that they know what it is. Okay. Here we go. Here's the first word. Boom. Okay. Magnanimous. Wow, he's just—he doesn't think about it at all. It's he just goes so right hard to do the to do the <laughs> word. A minute. Okay, let's get the official one from Google here. So, by the way, the general the definition of this is generous or forgiving, especially toward a rival or less powerful person. So you could say that David is very magnanimous towards fan favorite Ian Dixon. <laughs> but yes, magnanimous. Magnanimous. That's what Ian said, right? That's what I said. Yeah. That's yeah, what that he great. said. That's what I said. All right, here comes. Uh, are we doing French ones or no? 
Okay, Ian, like give it some thought just for my ego. Can you? Can you do that? <laughs> like, I don't know any French words. Let's not do French. Yeah. Damn it. A lot of these are French. What? French, French, French. There's got to be at least one French one just to make it a little bit more. I mean, is it used in like common like discourse? Like, it's not like yeah. croissant. If it's like something that people say that happens to be French also. All right, how about this one? Like but, ethereal. 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 Boom, two for two. Extremely delicate. Ian Dixon knows how to talk. You wouldn't Ste- think that. He has this ethereal approach. <laughs> Extremely delicate and light in a way that seems too perfect for this world. That's how I describe. These are all words that would describe. Fan- that also describes fan favorite Ian. You're right. I know. Yeah. Okay. This one's okay. We got to get a little, a little harder. French it up, baby. French Oh, he knows the shit out of this. Don't even one. say it. I, I know you know this one. But I need, I, okay, I have a challenge. Well, no, no, no. Oh, damn it. You said it. Sorry. Oh, you're too excited. Oh, too good. Over. I wanted him to say it without anger in his voice. Mm, the real challenge. That's a little, little extra challenge because he's so good it's at little, this. It's a little Marxist, so I thought maybe you would know it. So. <laughs> Uh, is that three F for three? That yeah, three for three. So far, like I'm pulling back here. I I mean, we had ones like last time. We had like chutzpah and like fun (laughs) ones. These are just like okay. All right, here's one that's tricky. But since uh, sneaky B, wait, whoa, well, I didn't realize everybody was dry. I just I turned back from my notes. All of a sudden, everybody's (laughs) pounding it down. I didn't know what was what was happening. This next one doesn't have the proper little squiggly at the bottom of the C, but mm-hmm. he probably sees into health, being healthy and stuff. So, boom. Maybe you know how to say this one. This one's tricky. Okay, put up on the screen for the people. All right. He's squiggly under that C, so what's your guess for this that one? Is a, that is a tricky one. I believe that's acai. He got it. Oh. Listen to Google. It says it a little different. Like, Pinch them nips for Ian. No, he didn't say a thigh. You gotta like say it with a valley girl. Jesus, sneaky D. <laughs> <laughs> you really know your South American palm trees, you know, that produce small edible blackish purple berries. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Well, I thought we might maybe you might have hesitated. You did hesitate on that one, so you had to think about it a little bit. Um, okay. Uh, how about this one? I had to think of these freaking words too. Those word lists are bullshit online. I I just was like, as I was reading books and stuff, I was like, no, that looks like a good one. That looks like a good one. <laughs> All right, here's, here's here's the last one. Can he go five for five? Will Will Bendy be competing for second place? Because if well, or tying for first. Here's the last one. Boom, Scott. What oh, we got? Mm, this is too. I definitely don't know that. See, the thing is, is that Ian mostly eats a vegetarian diet, so he's not going to know what this means. What are you trying to say? Uh, I believe that's assuage. Assuage. Boom! Oh, Oh, yeah. Ian aced it, so, like, there goes me out of the running. But can Bendy do better somehow? 
Okay. I don't know. If you're going to give me a word like assuage, I'm probably not going to be able to say it. <laughs> here's, here's what's going to happen, Bendy. I'm just going to throw all five words at you. You're just going to rattle them all off, okay? Okay, let's do it. I got Wait, five okay. Words. Okay. Okay. Let's pray for you. Five words. One, two, three. This is a six. Shit. Whatever. Okay, all six of them. Okay, yeah. So you could beat you could be Ian if you get them all. Yeah, that's true. Fuck. Wait, Sam. Damn, Scotty. I'll wait till they come up on screen. There they are. Here we go. Let's say tomato. Nope. On (laughs) tomato. Just go with your heart. Envelope. This one is always tough for me. I want to say niche. I want to say mature or mature. <laughs> I can't say both. This this one, this fifth one, oh, this always fucks me up too. It's hero, I believe. And then the last one is Caribbean. I'll accept either pronunciation for all of these words, actually. So they're <laughs> tomato, tomato. These are you'll all accept words. either oh, pronunciation. Yeah, you know, like tomato. All tomato, of these words envelope, have different envelope, niche, niche, uh, mature, mature. They're all just you can say them either way, really. Caribbean, Caribbean. Say them right. Well, I will have to dock you for Euro though, because it's it's not Euro. So Euro. You went, you went. You went for a free Willy, more like. Wet Willy. Actually, all right. So the whole point was there were two words that you can say either way, but technically you massacred two of them. So I actually would say Wait, which one did I massacre? Because you said nit you said niche instead of niche. And then you said hero instead of euro. So I'm gonna have to dock two points, which means Ian won again. Five for five. You got four out of six. (laughs) I mean, you can't pod king, really. There's no contest. The man only got five words, and you yeah, you got six. And Scott, you got words that you should already know, and you still didn't win. <laughs> I mean, the words you say every episode, and you still can't win. Well, you know, I say the words, though. So there you, you go. Say them wrong. So I insert them into language for you to understand, and I say them correctly for the future people, because that's who I pod for. Maybe living language is a thing. And because I am Scott from ScottCast, look at me roar. Look at me roar. I will pod for eternity. We already know because Elon Musk experimented with a turtle and he got the turtle to understand language with a chip in his brain. So if a turtle can live forever with a chip in his brain podcasting forever, then so should I be able to. And if you don't like that, you're a pig. You're a pig. And you don't deserve that money you have. Put it away. Yes, all the graphics were used. If you want well, you a sexy, if you want a sexy Hollywood star or something like that, the best I got is you know Master Child. Oh, the mustache. <laughs> the mustache. <laughs> <laughs> that has just been the star of the show. Apparently, you had four guys on here, and this mustache just came in and stole all the screen time. Stole the show. Just, and it's gonna keep it up. I will say, though, with that Neuralink stuff, it is possible that in the future when you're podcasting, it's going to go straight into people's brains. They're just going to download it, right? They're not going to have any choice. They're not going to be able to block it. Nobody's going to be able to censor you, Scott. You're just going to be the whole, the whole 
population of humanity will being being will have, will, they'll be beamed into to their beings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do kind of know what you're saying because we said Mind that party. once before. Yeah, but now it's possible because of Neuralink. I don't want to use that Elon Musk branded technology. I'm going to wait for Microsoft to have a shitty version, and I'm going to use that. It's going to run on Windows. <laughs> like the Zoom. Crash all the I want time. the Zoom of Neuralink. You're going to get this. The <laughs> <laughs> blue screen of death. Yeah, that's what I want. So... You know, we're getting towards the end. And wait, actually, I have one quick topic I kind of want to bring up. But Tom Cruise has recently gotten into some trouble. And I know this is a Tom Cruise-friendly cast at the moment. So real quick, maybe this is what we're going to learn today in the lens of Tom Cruise. (laughs) But Tom Cruise is trying to convince the Polish town uh, to blow up a landmark bridge for a stunt in Mission Impossible. That why sounds awesome. Bridge. Why, what's, why, what does he have against this bridge? I don't know. It's a landmark, and he wants it to explode for Mission Impossible. For real? Oh, yeah. It's like a World War II like place where things happen, and like Tom Cruise is just like, I got this idea. Listen. They can't just build a set? Listen to me. All right? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what, what Hollywood's about? Play. No, they Why can't they just re- replicate it, it like perfectly? It doesn't look that hard to. It's a shitty old bridge. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. That shit. It's not the freaking Louvre. I know? wanted you to destroy your bridge. <laughs> Got to destroy the decoration. I'm doing a new Mission Impossible movie, and I want you to destroy your bridge for it. <laughs> I want to blow up your bridge, bitches. I would do it. He, like, he would end up convincing me if I was, like, the Polish guy in charge of the landmark. You know, like, if he came up to me with that, like, Hollywood star and, like, he said all that shit, like, look, in- look into the camera. I bet Bendy can do this. Look to the camera. <laughs> Convince me to blow up, blow up my heritage. Like, <laughs> I got an idea. There's this bridge. It's a landmark. And I think you should blow it up. I think it would look sick in my movie, Mission Impossible. Please. Do it for me. Do you know how much I gross? Do you know how much money I make? Are you directing him in live right now? I put butts in seats. I'm Tom Cruise. I like this is like a casting call for Mission Impossible 11. And it's just like, We're going to get Bendy in that shit. And you're like directing him live. You're like, say this, say this. Say this, say this. Archery impossible. You make it sound like it's going to be some grand like scene or stunt or whatever. But then in the movie, it's just going to be like quick zooms to a, a mustache and then the bridge just explodes. <laughs> yeah. Like, like in the background, he kind of turns around and it blows up. He's like, "Huh, yeah, <laughs> just that." Wow. And then, boom! They cut it out. What if they didn't even they blow it up? And they don't even use the footage. That's what like, I was gonna say, David. It's <laughs> a cutscene. Three-hour movie. We had to cut one of the action scenes, and we had to cut. They're like their ancestors that like built this bridge and stuff. They all have history, and they're like, "Okay, we'll give you permission. Give us a big pile of cash." And then they just, they feel like, okay, well, it's going to be eternalized in this movie, you know, forever. And then they're like, yeah, it didn't make the cut. Director's cut, maybe? 
<laughs> good luck. It didn't make the cut. It didn't make the cut. <laughs> they blew it up for nothing. <laughs> didn't make the cut. I'm sorry, but here's this. So, what did we learn today, guys? Ian? <laughs> this is your part? Uh, damn. Ian's usually the let's bring it together guy. I mean... Can you get this ancient ship again? I feel like today was really just about a lot of bad ideas. Badass ideas. Like yeah. trying to go to space on a balloon or a steam-powered craft. Steam. <laughs> trying to turn magic into jackass or uh, not watching octopus cage fight. That would be a horrible idea. You'd be yeah, missing out on the best short film of the year. Um, I don't know. Maybe we should we should all take more time with our decisions. We should uh, support local art. Watch uh, local films like Octopus Cage Fight. And uh, blow shit up with your mustache. Well, thank you. I think I was pretty clear <laughs> message. I, was, I don't think we were, it, it didn't need to be said, but we said it anyways. Well, Scott, just freeze. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, there I am. Okay. I thought you found a way to just like video still your mustache. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what I get for now. <laughs> the stash on well, well, I sure learned that like participating in conversation is a hell of a lot easier when you can hear everybody. This entire cast, I've been guessing. Oh, <laughs> you've, been, you've been doing a good job. <laughs> so you so you've been good. doing really good. I feel like I have. <laughs> learned how to fake it. Oh yeah. It. Dude, that's, that's how I right. live my life. Because I have ADD, so it's like I just I tune you guys out all the time. I just try to jump back in when I hear like a hot word, like protein powder. I'm like, bam, gotcha. <laughs> I know that. Jump in. <laughs> That's very art house. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ben, what did you learn? Did you learn anything for fuck's sake? Or are you, are you, are you just like too genius? Because like you've already made like the world's greatest film of the year. Do you see that octopuscagefight.com? You're so too genius. You didn't learn shit. Cagefight.com. Oh, no, I did learn something. I was just going to say. Oh, oh, you did? You did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I learned how to pronounce the word assuage. Oh, oh, you did. And niche. And tomato. And somewhere in there. Tomago. Spanish now. (laughs) (laughs) Next time we'll do it in Spanish, guys. It'll be a lot easier because there's only, you can literally just read the word and it always sounds the exact same. That's the beauty of other languages. Yeah. They actually make sense. Like you can read it. That would be the easiest game ever. And then unless you get American on there and they say like nacho instead of nacho and quesadilla. Nacho. Nacho. Yeah. Oh, righty. So I think that does it for the cast today. Uh, Ian, want to take us out? Pod King himself. Uh. From the super colorful, original, telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as ScottCast, we bid thee adieu. 
See you later, Scott Castigators. Yeah. That's right. Go, Hell yeah. Scott Cast. Hell yeah. Hang on. Hell yeah. 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 Hell y